Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Because we're talking about social comparison. We want to be vulnerable. So I, it might take a little bit of thinking, but what is... What is the time you've compared and it's put you into such a negative headspace? Just so, what's has there been a time you've compared to someone, or even like sometimes you, it's comparing yourself? Like, because I, I, for me, it'll be a self comparison. That's what I'll do. I'll I'll go first, just while you boys think. So in primary school, like I was head boy, like I got runner up, ducks, one of the most popular kids. So like pretty much everything was going for me, and then. You go to high school and I'm fucking, like I said, hail, competitive, everyone formed friendship groups. Uh, I broke down in the first week in like the principal's office. Like shit was, it was not going great because it was fucking hard to adjust. I wasn't the best at sport like I was. So my ego got destroyed. And I really compared that self with my with my primary school self. And that disconnect we talk about you between others, I, I had that internally. And I'm, and I just, it, I think that's it's stuck with me and like and that's where it's become really internal because I was so successful in primary school it's sort of ingrained in within me that I know I can be great so that now it's like I'm chat I'm living this life that's trying to recapture that sort of greatness that I had within me and it's not about other people it's about proving myself right that I'm that I'm fucking can be good enough and I can be the best version of myself because that's what I felt like I was early on and then it sort of got taken away from me so f- my sort of comparison is how down i felt and i struggled to talk about like the head because we talk about like you boys do it well with like explaining how you felt and stuff i just it doesn't come natural to me especially talking like i can be very vulnerable with the fact i'm open with things but i find it hard to get back to that headspace i don't know if it's repression or like the fact like not like just not th- and like hiding it away and how it felt at the time but i find it really hard to actually like in my head experience how I felt. Maybe I've changed so much and become so positive that like it's – or I don't know if I'm actually – have things deeper on from well, the time. Right, so you said you broke down in the principal's office. What made you break down? Well, we had this haircut policy and and I was already stressed because like you go in, you don't know anyone, that's stressful event. Slammed with work, um, sport training starts, all these new things, new people, anxiety – 
and and then my hair was too long. Actually, you'll see a photo on Friday night with it. It yeah. was too long. I, and I got – and then the history teacher, like, gave me a big spray, probably didn't know I was new, and it just – I don't know, that, that triggered it. And then I was – Just a lot of things. Yeah, just up. a lot of things. And yeah. then yeah. then no, went into – and then, I, and then, fuck! I was in that room, and I'm just like, oh man, the amount of self. I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, what, like I could be going to Korean. Probably, I was friends with all the people who end up being like popular at Korean. It could have been like, but if I if I was didn't go to that school, go out of my comfort zone, have that experience, where would I be right now? Yeah, you'd be a different. Yeah, you never know. Actually, you don't know. Um, do you have one names? I haven't got a great one, but I have. It's hard to think on the top of your head. Yeah. There's a couple of situations where it's like, well, I didn't compare myself, but I, I was... I've got a pretty fucked one. All right, go. It's, but it's like, fuck to talk about. <laughs> it's pretty... Like, I don't really want to talk about. It's all right. No, no. Nah, if you're not into... No, it's, it's just more... It's going to make me look like a fuckwit. But you're like, you've, you've said that you're open and changing, so I go... Okay, pretty much. I'll I'll talk about one that makes me look like a fuckwit as well. It, it, so I, in year, oh, I've fucking gone all the way back, and I still remember it. And I spoke about it in the last podcast what people say to you will stick with you for the rest of your life, or what people do to you will stick with you for the rest of, the year of your life. I was in year three, uh, and this guy was just it, we had in Melbourne primary schools as year one, two, year three, four. So we had a class of year threes and year fours in the same class. So the year fours was kind of what you always looked up to the people in the year above you because you're in the same class and you're kind of friends with them loosely. And this one year four was really just bullied this shit out of me. I, I remember lying in my bed and my, my parents at the end of my bed and I'm just bawling my eyes out because I just could not cope. Like this guy was just fi- oh, not physical, but it, like he was pretty, he was a bigger kid. And so he'd, I think he'd gone through a bit of a, bit of a growth spurt. And I remember... There were some days where he was awful to me. And then I remember the fleeting days where it's like I'd sit next to him and he'd be all right with me. I'm like, oh, fuck, fuck, this is cool. Like This guy who's so shit, who treats me so poorly, I'm sitting next to him and he's like, he's all right with me. And then, then the next year, uh, I didn't compare myself at this time, but I'm looking back at myself and what I did. There was this situation, I'm not sure how it happened, but I started to take the piss out of this one kid I started badgering on about it and he, he got, actually got pretty upset he was kind of coming at me like stop it and I just kept going because I was getting outside um, motivation like not people were, were egging me on but they were laughing at the things I was saying putting this kid down and I remember he he's like coming at me and he's I'll never forget the, the face he had he's he was bawling his eyes out, and I just remember thinking to myself. I, I remember thinking to myself at at the time, "Oh, this is funny. Like I've made this kid cry." And I walked. It was oh, maybe towards the the end of the term, and then it was a couple of weeks later. And I were walking up to the park, like in in year four, and you know, after school finishes, you know, you go to a park, and everyone has a big afternoon lunch together, and you know, you're play footy or, you know, play king of the pack or something. And his family was going there as well. And I remember walking with him and he was like, oh, like, are you going to be nice to me today? And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, like, I'm, 
I always kind of thought of, my, of myself as a, like a pretty nice kid who was all right to everyone and this kid who said, oh, you're going to be nice to me today. And I remember walking up with him and I was like, oh, like I'm, I'm so sorry. I don't know. I remember thinking to myself, I'm a shit person, not in those terms because I was only in, in, in year four, but looking back on it now, I've had such a shit time with this kid the year before taking the piss out of me and then a year later I'm doing the exact same thing. So maybe this kid sees me as his primary school bully. Wow. It was the worst thing in the world. And that's where I, I, I made a negative comparison. I compared my... or I, I accidentally took things away from the kid who bullied me in year three and then I did it in, in year four because I wanted to be like this person because he was pretty high up on the social hierarchy. Mm. It was shitty of me. Like, it's, it's an awful thing to do. And I think that's where we can learn to... And before you start talking... Like, just starting the journey to better yourself, and I think that's where I've I've gotten a lot better. Is I'm I'm learning to, and I probably still would have done it to this to this day, or, or until recently, where I've kind of snapped and just changed the way I, I think. Is I I probably have said awful things to some people that I haven't thought about, and I think it's just changing the way that you think about how to approach people. You get catch yourself. Yeah. You yeah. can't, also you can't change the past. No, of course, yeah. And yeah. I, th- I th- great. Can, s- can you not? Just <laughs> <laughs> great, just go back, great <laughs> share, Eames. But I think, like, I think a lot of us, interesting point that you said, like you were getting bullied by that kid and then when he wasn't, when he was like, not mean to you, it was like, made you happy. Made you feel, because, because oh. you're, because basically, he put the bar so yeah, low yeah. of how you treat him, and then he and then he was just like that, not not good or bad. Oh fuck! Yeah. And you were like, yeah. And it how and it, a lot of us, this applies to this is more. We might get into it, but like with the relationships and how we get, it's just we get mistreated. Oh, no shit. It's fucked. And that's a whole, yeah, that's we, a whole topic. We won't. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a can of worms. But um, no, it's fucking. That's that's a great share. And I'll do mine. Yeah, it's it's it's. <clears throat> I've sort of shown how far I've come, I guess, and how stupid it was to think of it. But pretty much, um, I don't know what year it was. Maybe let's just go year eight and nine sort of thing, sort of days. Whenever you started, like, kissing girls, and pretty much, it's up to year 12, I guess, and um, you go to these parties, and, and this is such a boy, stupid thing to do. I don't know if girl, girls are definitely doing this, but like, they go, oh, I go with seven girls tonight. And I'm just sitting there like, fuck, I haven't even spoken to a girl tonight, so that's how good I'm going. Mm. And I, like, that is like, fuck, I'm definitely comparing myself. Yep. And um, and then when you ask, you get asked, you're just like, you lie because you want to like still fit. Like, it doesn't even matter. Like, fuck, I'm thinking about it now. It's like. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? But back in the day, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. me too. Well, I'm just making up numbers, but... um, And then, so that... Okay, that's when it starts kissing. And then, it'll... As you get to 18 and years old, it'll go to sex. Mm. And, you know, I've had a few girlfriends and whatnot. Um, and I don't know someone would be like, oh, yeah, I've slept with 10 girls, let's just say. And I'm like, oh, I've only slept with, you know, two or three. Who gives a fuck? But at the time, like I'm comparing it's myself all the time. Thing, yeah. And like, let's just say you go in a circle with your mates or whatever and they're all saying these higher numbers and you're just like, oof. 
why did I actually – like, it, that number has no bearing on anything. Absolutely anything. Do you remember the number – do you remember who said what number? Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. I got, but not really. Like, you don't remember. On Arkham? Oh, Jack had – Jack said seven, Tom said four. Like, you don't remember it. Like, it's – Oh, no, yeah. No, no, I don't. Because yeah. I, I don't give a fuck. Exactly. <clears throat> and then if you get asked now, you're just like, does it matter? Like, does it – no, not really. And I'm not comparing myself to anyone. Like, it's just the stupid thing that I went through. And I, I don't know if anyone else went through this, but you got. Uh, oh, you when I, before your girlfriends? No, no, no. no. So oh. I've I've only had one girlfriend. Oh, okay. So I, I, I got a good one after you go. Um, but I like back when you know I go back to the social hierarchy stuff when I was trying to be more popular than what I was, which does not matter any anymore yeah. at all. This is massive for like people in school that yeah listening. absolutely like, absolutely massive. Please learn from what we went through. Oh, so, like I, I, I wasn't invited to all this. Like, and and there were parties from kids who weren't at school that I wasn't invited to that I was desperate to go to yep. back then. Like yep. I was absolutely desperate, and I, I felt so bad about myself because I wasn't. You know, I've got the mates who I'm with it, sitting next to in class, and they're talking about. Oh, have you, we've got this person's party on the weekend. I don't even know who they are, but I'm desperate to go to this party because all my mates are going because I think they're top shit. Yeah, I still do. I still think they're top shit, but it doesn't matter if they go to a party that I'm not invited to. Yeah. I, I, why should I care? Yeah. But they would talk about it on a Monday and they'd talk about exactly what you said, how many chicks you got with, you know, who, what, what happened. I could not tell you one thing about one of those parties that they spoke about now because it does not matter. No. Like, it's so, so surface level. But at the time. At the time, it's the most massive. important thing. And I would oh. get into a class and I'd think, fuck, I wish I was more popular. But it doesn't matter. Like, the numbers and whatever it is, it, I swear on my life, I could not give two shits how many people you've kissed, how many people you've slept with. As long as you're a good person, like, it does not matter. Even if it's a high number, if if it's a low number, like I've I've only I've had my, my one girlfriend, but it doesn't mean that I'm a less of a person. <laughs> but I respect you more for it. If yeah, you, well, if you, yeah, but you know, it, it, you could have a high number. It doesn't. I don't think that makes you any, any less of a person. It's funny because some people might actually go the opposite way. Let's say, which is definitely not me, but let's say I've slept with seventy girls, and you've you've just had the one one girlfriend, mm-hmm. and I could actually compare myself to you, who I've seventy. And I'm going, fuck, I wish I was Tom Ames. Just on one, like, I'll, fuck, I'll I give you, I'll give you mine. Because yeah, it's, it's pretty much what yeah. we're talking about. Yep. Um, so I, when I was with my first girlfriend and I hadn't slept with anyone, um, and then we did, and then I found out how many she'd been with, which is actually not that big a number. I think it was three. I thought that was 3,000. <laughs> I thought yeah. it was three. Yeah. Like That's in my head. I, like you start visualising what Overthinking. what experience you had. And I was really insecure at the time. Yeah. Um, but it's just this, but how, there's so many insecure young men. And I think there's a lot of, I don't know if you listened to that first podcast I sent where it talks about when women have, have been with a lot of people and men haven't and they feel so... Insecure about that. that That was actually me too Like now I'm yeah. thinking about I'm like fuck Yep That was no, That was but definitely me interest, 100% Interesting point is Not that you mate how, how How you think you perceive That is so different to how What women perceive Like how many partners Would they have been with That they People don't see it 
like you think. Like you might think, like you said, you can do it in a negative way. But this, when I was listening to that podcast, it talked about how how women when they get, when they get with a new when they're with a new partner, um, for them it's it's so much more about the emotional connection. They actually they care. Well, that's that's the broad problem we're we're talking about. Is it like men's mental health and men's conversations are harder. Yeah, and women are a lot more it's open natural. with things. Yeah, because it, it and I don't know why it's natural. I don't know the whole psychology behind it, but it's a natural thing for us to be quieter about conversations. I think it's. I think it has to come down to like the evolutionary advantage of, yeah. like the hunter gatherers, like for the reproductive reasons. Like men had to be quiet. They couldn't say what they were feeling because it would show. Because like if men think of this, if men showed off weakness, right? Which females want to reproduce with a weak man? Yeah. Like that is that, and that's ingrained in our DNA is to not speak, because evolutionary it was a disadvantage for reproductive. Like you know what yeah. I mean? Well, I, I, I think a long time ago power was seen as control, and if you didn't have control, then you didn't have have any power. And if you're weak, then and I'm looking so left of field here. But let's just talk about you know the Roman Empire. If you were the <laughs> emperor, or fucking I don't know what yeah, like. Yeah. Julius Caesar, if he showed weakness, someone comes and takes Rome or his whole empire. So he had to be the most, he had to be the strongest person. Otherwise, he gets seen as being weak. But that's not the case now. No one has a, we don't have that situation anymore where one person controls everything and as soon as they're shown to be weak, someone else takes over. Little movie reference. Didn't that happen in The Lion King? When he's. When they showed weakness and then he took power or something? Uh, yeah, no, 100%. So, yeah. We're going for a Lion King plot. Simba's, <laughs> Simba's dad, his weakness. He showed weakness. Fast's weakness was his son. Yeah. And then his scar, his brother, used his son as yeah, a way to, like yeah. yeah. No, it's a good analogy. Like, it's a sign of, uh, yeah. But I, I, that situation is no longer a thing. I don't think it's a thing. I don't think power and... Being uh, not in control because I think I think actually being vulnerable is being in control of your emotions. Yeah, that's the, so no one looks at it that way. No, so uh, if you are refraining from talking and you're pushing things down, you're not in control because you're pushing things away. I think. Uh, How much braver of a person are you to be vulnerable and show emotions and to cry and fucking? But only, I think, in the long run. Here's here's just a point for men. I think it's really important to touch on. It was in the podcast, but for for, for men, we talk about. Would you, you ask a man, would you rather be loved by your partner or respected? Yeah. And if you're not, if you're not respected, you're in the friend zone. And that's it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, and, yeah, no, yeah, and no, but what I'm thinking is females listen. Men don't, young men don't get this. Females actually love vulnerability, right? Yeah. But, do you yeah, actually? Yes, you, 100% agree. Okay, go on, okay. But, as long as you're willing to put action into them and you're not going to sit around and. and Just dwell on your feelings. Yeah. Like, <sighs> there's so many, there's so many misconceptions out there. Like, females do want, like, you know, um, a man who is, you know, 
assertive, strong, but they can't form that emotional intimacy and that deeper level if you're not being vulnerable. And I know this is, I have some weird things to say about it, but like when you talk about sex with females, it's a orgasm, the greater experience if, and more oxytocin is released if they have an emotional connection. So if you're, if all you have to do to please a woman, a lot of the time it's an emotional based thing. And do you know how blokes are so worried about how they look? A lot of the time it's an emotional connection that yeah. females are actually after. But a lot of men don't actually know that. They think they've got to put on this brave face. They see social media. I want to look like this big. Then a female will love my physical appearance. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be. Oh, then I'll be attractive. It's the whole. It's a bit unrelated, but it is related. I think it's the if then paradox. If yeah, if I look like this, then I'll be happy. Yeah. Um, yeah. If I sleep with this many people, then it'll be enough to be respected in my friend group. Yep. And I follow. And and I used to look at it like I'd been this many people, and it's it's not an achievement at all. And you get to it, and you're just like, what the fuck? It's not. It's but. From from my experience, every time that it was a big deal for me was when I was at a lower point. The the like more just grabbing onto something, sort of thing. Yeah, just like I was I was trying to compensate for yeah. internal inadequacy. Yeah. And you see, and like, it's this is not to put anyone down, but you see like people rebound all the time, and it's pretty obvious they're just you know compensating. It's 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 well established. Yep. But I get what you what you're trying to say is as in like women look for that, and I think you said women uh, you said that women enjoy someone who's more vulnerable. But I, I I think they also look for someone who's not more powerful, but someone who's stronger. Um, but what is strength exactly? You say strong. It's very. It's like I. I see good? us. I see you two as strong because of the way that you talk um, about the way that you feel, and we're strong enough to have uncomfortable conversations, which lead to a a more accepting attitude of problems. I think that's what is we we, we are talking about problems to grow an acceptance of them where I think what you're trying to say is that women look for someone who accepts, oh, I don't know how to say we it. It's, it's, okay, but this is hard to comment for us because we're, we are males and I know you do psychology, yeah. but at the end of the day, we aren't females. So exactly. we don't 100% know what yeah. they look for and yeah. every female is different. Yeah. So it is fucking hard. Like we don't want to act like we know because yeah. at the end of the day, I'd, we don't. I'd, and a great, I think there are, I have my girlfriend's birthday dinner on the weekend and um, it was all of her friends and me. And I, w- I wasn't dreading the situation, but like you see, like I'm just having this normal conversation with her friends and they're just the most incredible people in the world. Like they're so down to earth, so nice. Yep. And I think they're the, they're the type of women that like that are so important in this world is, is, is the, the people who are, accepting of vulnerability and like I, I, it was a conversation about movies and tv shows but they are just like you just know that they're accepting of everything and i think it's 
people lack acceptance with vulnerability. People lack the, and I think that's what I, I have definitely struggled with it before. I didn't accept that I should be feeling this way because of these things. I, I, I rough patches throughout everyone's life where they think oh, I don't like I, I don't I shouldn't be feeling this way. So you try and push the f- emotions away to act stronger. But I think it's, and I haven't had any vulnerable conversations with these girls, but like they are, there's like, I, I know that if, if I needed to, I, I, I could. Yeah. Do you feel like, I don't know about you, but since I've got on this journey, but you boys more recently, I don't know about you, but it almost feels like this is weight off my shoulders. Oh man. Just being oh, one with my emotions. It's, it's, it's not like we've been trapped and we, Fuck! No, I've just no, been wanting yeah, to let yeah, it out, yeah. but it is. It's weight off the shoulder. It, well, it, it's more just re- re- relieving that I know. Thank you for giving us this yeah. like, platform. Like, because without this platform, probably wouldn't have started for maybe me and uh, Ames and I. But it's weight off the shoulders, and it's just relief, pure relief that we can talk about um, this topic with other males, and then also helping. Other young males and females, like, won't bring up who it is, but the person who came to me and said, who I never in my entire world would have said a word about anything about it, a guy came to me and said, you know, what you're doing is really fucking important. And I was just like, oh, then this, per- like, I would never expect it from this person. I remember going to both of you and going, Fuck this! It just happened. You just like, like it, someone oh, who you yeah. have no idea who like it, and they're just so open and accepting of the vulnerability of you and others. Like it's, yeah. But like I, I, I thought that I've had people come up to me and say, "Oh, what you're doing is so good, like, and so important." But I, I remember dreading the not dreading the conversations because I love these conversations, but I. I think in the last podcast, I was a little bit nervous about when I was talking about um, what I went through during high school and things like that. How fucking good did it feel? Well, that's what Just I was li- leading into. Yeah. Is why, and I'll, I'll put it into a different analogy. I I see a personal trainer, and during the personal training session today, I had a heavy set of squats for high number of reps, and I'd been doing them for a while, and we just upped the weight and the amount of reps, and... I just remember thinking, oh, fuck, this This is going to suck. Absolutely suck. And then you finish it and you're like, oh, okay, well, that was that was, that was pretty good. Mm. So when it, I was walking to my car and the mindset, and he was talking about it, not in a in a vulnerable mindset-y way, but it's just like you just change the way you think. And I, I think I everyone struggles. The quote that I brought up, you need to start to be great. You can't. You don't have to be great to start. You have to start to be great. And you don't have to be great. You can be better. Start to be better. And why well, leading in this with like the vulnerability? Yeah, yeah. So like you don't have to be great. You don't have to be at great at vulnerability to yeah. start to be vulnerable. Yeah. So I, I, that, so I think that's actually like what we. Yeah. Like how we got into this. Like mm. fuck. We're not. We're not sitting down. We're not six-year psychology residents sitting well, down. I'm soon. <laughs> but but I th- I th- what okay here's my question of you then what's what's 
the most simple like people are going to listen and it might start a butterfly flick. let's say 10 people might take exactly what we say and try it but they might go to 10 people who then might go to couple so you, that you never know the butterfly effect so what's what's the best advice you can give from your experience so far with all this stuff about just having a conversation obviously i've helped you guys have it but what can people do when they want to start speaking to family member a friend a mate it mates are the hardest i reckon but nike just do it got all goggins mm. because because yeah i uh, it's not that easy for okay. some people. Yeah, it's, okay. I, that is, it, everyone yeah. is different. I've, uh, I've got to remember that because to it's, me, I just fucking just did it. You're yeah. a very... Externally, people view you as a very outgoing individual. Yeah. So people like yourself, just do it. It's it's, yeah, it's easier. F- no, I, I'm not saying it's bad. <laughs> but people like you, that's good advice for people who are outgoing. Mm. Um, but sometimes it could be harder for them. Because they're seen yeah, as this outgoing, yes. happy and there's like, that expectation. So sometimes it's actually. What, why, why did you start? What did you think to yourself? I just think I just had it? enough. Okay, well then, but uh, well, you don't want to get someone to. Yeah. So what? I, I, I think I was an outgoing person, but not like you. I was an outgoing person where I, I was trying to be out, outgoing. You're yeah. naturally outgoing. You're naturally open. I was trying my hardest to be out. Outgoing, and it's the one bit of, of advice I've spoken about today is acceptance. Acceptance that sometimes you don't have to be the perfect person. Sometimes you have to accept that what you are is not ugh, what you're feeling is not okay. I oh won't get into it, but there was a a moment in my life where I spilled all of this. Um, things that had gone on, things that had happened to me, to this um, group of friends that I was around at a table during a, a class and were talking about something and then I just spilled everything and everyone's like, what the fuck? Like, Are you serious? And I was like, oh, yeah. And it's like, that's not, like, that's not okay. What, from you spilling that? They weren't happy with... No, 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 no. Oh, no. What, what, what you're feeling. What I had said and what I was feeling, like, they were like, that's not okay. Like, what you've said, like, you should not be going through that. Yeah. And so one thing that's an eye, and, you know, I've, I've got help from, and but it is just, it's accepting that sometimes things that you're going through isn't okay. And, like, what you need to do is, I'm not a psychologist, please, if, like, my, my advice isn't gospel, but... But sometimes this... Advice is better because you are just a 21-year-old male just trying to get through life. It it comes back to what you said before. Accept your emotions, don't accept inaction Yeah, sort of thing. And that's what I did. I I acted on not accepting something. I think uh, people have to learn to accept that sometimes things aren't all sunshine and rainbows. I know you can keep digging, digging, but yeah. what, what, acceptance, I, I, it's a bit of another Yeah, it's shell. very broad. But topic. I think when I, because you might say, oh, accept, but then what does acceptance look like? For me, acceptance is understanding that certain things trigger insecurities and that's okay. And that's okay. Like certain things remind me of things in the past where I wasn't good enough and being able to accept that that's why I feel a certain way. Um, accepting that I can't control how someone feels 
and not trying to put pressure on myself to force them to do that. That's acceptance of the situation. There's so many ways. But you say, I, I just hate when we keep, I, I just don't like how we keep saying acceptance because like acceptance is so different in yeah, so many contexts. Well. You know what I mean? It's like, what uh, what would it look yeah. like for you boys in, in sort of the mental health space, whatever's relevant for you? When we talk about it in, in the group chat, thinking you know, ideas and things that we want to do, and I think it's like, oh, you know, should I reach out, out to this person? Should I should I start this conversation? It's like, oh, you can't lose. Sometimes I, like I'm looking back at times where I've been open with someone, I had absolutely nothing to lose. The conversation could have gone, oh, well, you know, like the conversation could have gone nowhere, but at least I, I, got, it, I got it out. And I think sometimes it's like, I, why do we need to worry about if this is going to... And I, I think what I had done is, if I say this, people are going to not accept me. Or not uh, acceptance, not, not the right word, but people are going to look down on me for it, I think even. Looking back on it, if I said it and they didn't respond, I wouldn't have minded. But uh, so I think that's my advice, but and it, it may not be right, it may not be true, but I don't think I had anything to lose in some of the situations where I was vulnerable. I don't know if that's a right analogy or if that's correct, but I guess that's what works for me. You can't lose, can you? I'm just thinking like... <clears throat> I don't, I don't know, know if this is exactly the vulnerability stuff, but it's more like mental health. Like, so obviously we we have all these chats and it's all well and good to talk, yeah. but talk without actions, fuck all. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm not mm. being the person I'm talking about, then I'm just a fraud, aren't I? Mm. So, anyways, I've got a little story. I <clears throat> was deleting photos off my camera. I need from need more space. Very old, pre-2018, 2019. Come across this screenshot and it was um, my mate's post on Instagram and it was a massive paragraph and it was pretty much just saying um, like he's been diagnosed with depression, he's going to fight the battle, like a massive massive paragraph, what he's been going through, um, but he's going to be better for it. And I was just like, fuck, that was four or five years ago. I haven't checked in on him four or five years. And I went to school with him. He was a good mate of mine. Saw him out the club. I saw him out on night two or three weeks ago. He said, like, very shallow, hey, how are you? Um, hey, Ben. Very small conversation. Wasn't, you know, a deep, how are you? Yeah. Oh, fuck. All right. Last night or Sunday night, sent him a voice message because I just started thinking about him. And he probably had no idea. But, yeah, I sent him this voice message. And I said, mate, fucking stumbled across this screenshot. Forgot to ask you. Like, hope you, like obviously it's been all this time. I hope you've, um, you know, hope you feel better about yourself. Hope you, uh, your mental health is a lot better. And we had this chat. It was fucking awesome. Like, might not be helping him, but it felt amazing to reach out to him and talk to him. And he just told me, like, how he's been going. He's got this holiday coming up. Um, and, he, and he said it feels like, it finally feels like um, life's falling nicely together. And I was just like, fuck. 
That literally took fuck all for me to do, and I, I feel great about myself. And I'm sure I've made him feel better asking him. Um, and then he asked how I was doing. I was, we just had a nice little chat. Took nothing out of my time. And would you say it's vulnerable? Yeah, maybe. A little bit. Like, opening up. Uh, it is, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I would... And I guess that's why yeah. I said just do it, because that's exactly what I did. I just did it. I just... I don't, you don't need a reason to check up on someone and it shouldn't be weird to check up on someone. Yeah. Fuck it. I'll do it tonight. I'll, yeah. I'll chat to someone. I hope that inspires. Yeah. How do like, we, 100% if, if you, anyone is listening, if you're thinking about reaching out to someone, just do it. Because you, you can't, can't lose. lose. Fuck, that's going to be that motto. That's, that's our that's motto. <laughs> we found it. Yeah. You can't lose. Can't lose. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. No, nah, I hate this person. He just asks how I am. Like yeah, that's just no, not, that's no. just not gonna happen. If, uh, and if I'm, anything, if they get, if it's a negative response, it's it's, it's something to do with them. Don't take it personally. No, no. Like, and I, I think that if someone's looking at it, if someone reached out to me, I'd feel fucking awesome. Mm. Is that like no fuck one thinks? This person, like, does anyone think this? No, everyone starts thinking like, if I reach out to this person, what are they going to think of me? But no one looks at the other way and says, "Fuck." When I was struggling. If someone reached out to me, it would have been fucking incredible that feeling. Yeah, we don't. Even if you just ask now, like if someone asked, if someone asked me Randomly. right now, like, like, like especially if you haven't seen him. What's like the best? Me- what's the best text message you ever get? It's the ones you don't expect. Yeah, uh, from the people who are like, especially the ones people you sort of know have had like a, a little bit of a connection with, sort of relationship sort of dissipated. Then you get a text which which has genuine intent, and because like you, we can sort of you can sort of tell because it's just unexpected, and it's just like. Like I'm like my birthday's coming up, so I'm going to get people, a few people I haven't spoke to for ages. So that'll be interesting to see how that makes me feel. But there's, it's just so many like, it's interesting, isn't it? Because we, we we form all these connections with people, but we can't be friends with fucking everyone. It's just unrealistic. Yeah. But when do we need? It's when we have an opportunity, and when we see an opportunity, and when we talk about vulnerability. I think von, you're vulnerable. Because you had the courage to actually take action, and we can define it as many ways as you want. But if you see an opportunity to influence someone in a positive way, and and you do, and so if you don't, then that's you have to live with that. If you're setting the standard, just if you're setting I'm the a, standard, I, I I saw the screenshot, I read it all, I read the whole thing. If I don't say something to him, that is, I'm a fraud. Like I am a fraud. I have like. I felt empowered to say something as soon as I saw it. And another, uh, Gilly, our captain. Yep. Um, this literally took fuck all for me to say, but it was well, a couple of rounds ago, and I said, I think I just said, your day, mate. But it's your day. You have a good game. Messaged back and said, mate, you don't know how much that means to me. You and JP were the first people to message me all year. And I was like, wow. I remember being a 19-year-old, Debuting in league or whatever, and I'd have three messages from the older boys saying, "Your yeah. day, mate." Like yeah, getting around me, but he'd had no way. one all year, no one, and he and he has all this pressure, or he feels all this pressure, and not one person said, like perceptions, yeah, because everyone just thinks he's okay. Like, yeah. Everyone thinks everyone puts him on the pedestal and says he's the captain. He he makes everyone else feel better. Yeah, but who's looking after him? Yeah. I, I, look, it's 
And not every, you can't no, yeah. not look after everyone. It gives I get me, this. It, it's given me the thought, I, I have been meaning to do it, and it's reaching out to people, thanking them for something. Yep. And the person who I need to do it to, who I haven't, is Hinks, the threes coach. I wasn't going to play footy at the start of the year. I wasn't going to do it. Yep. And I remember rocking up to threes training, thinking, uh, threes, fours, five, six. Every, all of my mates were playing ones and twos, and I felt... Um, I'd had a good triathlon season and I was really enjoying it. I thought, I'll just stick to triathlon. I don't need... Like I'd, I'd won a grand final the year before. I was like, oh, look, I'm not sure I'm going to do well in footy this year. Um, um, I just won't go after it. Now I remember thinking... Uh, I'd been down to a couple of training sessions and there was a practice match coming up. I remember Hinks messaging me going... Um, He'd been messaging me asking to bring Colts down because none of the Colts had had the C Colts had rocked up. So I'd reached out to a couple of the C Colts guys anyway. So he were talking back and forth about that stuff, and then he said, um, "By the way, mate, I've really enjoyed, I've really loved how you've been going in training. Um, you'll be with my side this week for the practice match, and I just got filled with uh, so much motivation and inspiration to to." Um, sort of live not live up to the standards, but I um give back. Like I thought, I had I, he instilled so wanted, much. I guess. Oh, he instilled so much confidence in me and gave me the drive to play footy again. Uh, and uh, look, in in my eyes, I've had my best season of footy I've ever had. Yeah. But it's I I wanted to um give back to him so badly because of the confidence and the um what's 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 the word he he put so much faith in me yeah mm. so much faith in me and when when I had little faith in myself where and it's not you don't like and so this is what I was trying to say you don't have to reach out to someone to see how they are you can reach out to someone and say thank you which is i i, I think is Almost. more scary yeah for me it's it, it's more scary thanking someone 100% but fuck, it is going to make him feel like a million bucks because he has no idea. Yeah, yeah. So I, but I, I, I would always think like, fuck. If I, all I've got to do is just write the message, and I'm so hesitant to do and it. And it's so easy, and and I can't it's, lose. It's, it's actually easy to do it on text message. Yeah. And like, if if you if you struggle to do it in person, there's nothing wrong with starting it with a text because at least it happens. And it, you can, I feel like people can be. A little bit more vulnerable Yeah Text like It is a bit sad But but end up going To the next level But yeah, st- once progress Once you have that progress. First conversation I'll, It can yeah. lead, It can open more doors Eames I'll thank you For Did you talk about Little little comments Stick with you This was Last year of Colts We were playing Eames in the back line At Kings like, you, you will not remember Saying this But it's funny How it sticks with me I love that So Oh no I had a shocker day just defend, I had a shocker de- day Defender defend, uh, Sorry One of their forwards Kicks a ball in I pushed off my bloke Clean pick up like off the half volley and then laced a bloke 40, 40 metres away. And then Eames just like it went sort of quiet around us. And Eames just said, Fuck, you're good. <laughs> and and that sticks with me because I was like, Fuck that, mate. Like it, even in that moment, I remember feeling so good. I'm like, Just because it was like, We empowered you. Yeah. And I was like, And it's still, how the fuck does that stick? You, you, I don't you don't remember, remember it. Oh, and I it, remember I had two handballs and one was a throw that day. That's about it. <laughs> but but don't you think it's funny though how you do not remember it? I remember it. It happened. It was a reality. But for something that probably hasn't influenced too much of you, yeah. it's actually no. sort of like was good for me. Stuck with you. Yeah. yeah. It's like what I said 
Last podcast, things stick with you for the rest of your life. I was talking about it in a negative way. I never thought about that in a positive way. Well, things that someone say will stick with you for the rest of your life, but you'll forget about it in three minutes. They'll, f- they'll remember it forever. It can also be positive comments. Yeah, and it's, I think because I'm in a really positive space, that's when you start to train yourself to let go of the negative stuff. Like, I was filtering through some TikTok comments because I wanted to reply to that person, and there's some really negative ones. Like, fuck, I didn't even think about that. Like, I forgot that that was said, but I'm in that sort so of good. that space where I'm nowhere near that, and I'm like, oh, okay. But I'm, but it's like, I think people, I think people are, think they're bound to that negative bias. I know we have a negativity bias, but you have to untrain it. I'll, I'll someone as well, and, and he won't remember, and I know we've spoken around, but Gilly tonight, like I, in my first year at Colts, I think it was my very first A-Colts game, and A-Colts in my eyes was the pinnacle, and it still was. I really wanted to play A-Colts, so I never got the chance to, I wasn't good enough to play for an extended period of time. I got a couple of games, and it was half time, and we were losing to TAs at home, and it was a wet and rainy day. And it, Gilly, I think, oh, maybe he wasn't captain, but he was vice-captain. I think Mitchie Dwyer was in his last year of captaincy. And Gilly came into the rooms. Oh, that's right. He was helping out the Colts that year. And he didn't know my name, but he said, fuck, your voice today has been, like, incredible. And I just remember, like, oh, like this guy who I put who I put on a pedestal, still do, because he's the captain of the club. So I put him up so high and look up to him and to hear... Something so fleeting that, and it's not a fleeting comment from him. And he so easy. Oh, it, he didn't have to say any of it, but you know, and it's because he was probably comfortable enough to say anything because he's such a good footy player and he's talking to us Colts, and so he thinks, thinks he's got to help out. And he made a, a small comment to me, and he probably didn't even know it was my first game about Colts, but it was half. It was halfway through my first game. I didn't think I was doing that well because I hadn't got much of the footy shock. Um, but I, it just made me think, oh, if I can't get the footy, I might as well just talk. And I, I kind of still think about that to this day. It's like, if I'm not doing anything on the footy field, and you can use this in anything, but I'll use it for footy. If you're not doing anything on the footy field, if you can't get a kick, just fucking talk to people. Yell, set up. Apply that to life. Yeah, exactly. Uh, think about it. If you can't be a psychologist, which is like the bloke, the, the stars, I guess you could say, yeah. the big dogs in the mental health field, you can still talk. You can still talk to your teammates, your I'll people around you. My, oh, boys. My girlfriend, <laughs> my girlfriend is starting to be in IT, so it isn't a psychologist at all. But she'll come to me with um, friends of hers that have opened up to her about things. And she doesn't get into detail. She'll just say, oh, I know this person came to me. And it was her 21st the other week. <clears throat> And I made a speech at a family thing and it's something that I wish I was and I, I strive to be and I said about her, I said that everyone who knows her sees her as a point of strength for others. People go to her because they know that and she's, you know, she has her struggles as well so she has to go to someone as well but everyone in her life sees her as someone to go to. Mm. I think that's... Great trait to have. Oh, so important and I think there's... Such a, um, there's so much that you can get out of it with being there for others. I think not only does it give people an avenue to talk to you, but I think if people came to me, I would feel so good because it means that they're accepting of me being vulnerable. Like, so if, if I'm vulnerable enough to say something to someone else and someone hears it, they, 
they can come to me and say, oh, look, I'm struggling with X, Y, and Z. And I, I think it's – they open up and you feel good internally because you are seen as a point of strength for others. I I, I, I wish that I had that trait and I'm, I think I somewhat do, but I think she's just so – she's got her head wrapped around it and she's so strong for others. And I think that's so important for people today is we're not all seen as being uh, that go-to person. I think we we wish to be, but I think it's on us to reach out to start that. Because sometimes, because people might be like, oh, before we started this, do you think people would reach out to you? No, and yeah. that actually, that's probably another reason why I started doing this because I, I don't know if I told you boys, but my mate, so I like had a little group of schoolmates, three of us, and they'd both go to each other and they wouldn't come to me, and it, that was just because of my. I think a little bit different to them, which is fine. But it definitely affected me because I'd... <sighs> them not, like, including me... It wasn't even inclusion. It was just them not letting me know how they feel. Like, I, you're, you're one of my best mates. Like, I want to know how you're feeling. And they felt that they couldn't come to me because I'd look down on them because I'll, they think I'm this positive yeah, sort yeah. of character. I'll tell you something. I've, I've, when we were talking about... I did the first podcast... We did, when we did the first podcast... Like I'd message JP and like we we talk we don't talk often like we be, best mates but you know he'd said I oh, had has a podcast going and blah, 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 and I uh, I didn't know that you were all open to stuff so it's the first time like I've heard it and I was like oh fuck like, Jack's so vulnerable and open and can, and can speak so well like I never knew that and JP is like I know I've I've known that for a while so if you think you've just changed I think JP said to me is something that. Uh, you've been this for a long time, whether you've known it or or, or not. Is uh, he, he's seen you as a person who is open and vulnerable for quite a while? Yeah, well, I, I can. I, I think it's a, look. It's probably a. It's oh, it's a great compliment. It's yeah. If, if you didn't think it, but other, others do. Mm. My girlfriend doesn't see herself as a point of strength for others, but others do. I think that's yeah. But it's interesting because. What what matters then? If we live a life that's for other people too, that's when it... Because you live your own life, obvious. We'll take that. Yeah, everyone's individual. But if you can't... If you can't be present with the journey you're on, I, I feel almost like you're missing out on it though. And, and, and it's not that... And I just... It's, it may, it's, it's not... I don't know how to articulate my words here, but I just want your girlfriend to be in a position where she feels internally worthy because of what she does for other people yeah, too and yeah. not and not being yeah. like oh no like I, I hate that like i hate it's it's I everyone everyone does it they're like oh this boys this comes back to the compliments oh it's the compliments yeah, that's, that's what <laughs> it's, it's, it's 100%. people cannot take the compliment and it's like we said it in the first one you go oh what? yeah thanks but, but can I we don't dig, believe can we, it can we dig dig cuz we've scratched the surface but can we dig a little bit why can't we? I think oh, it's so varied, but for I, me, I don't. I do it because I don't want to be seen as cocky. But I, I do it for certain things. I do it because I, I don't believe that I'm good to the standard I'm. I want to be at. So I'll get compliments at like this level of footy, but in my head I want to be at this level. So it's like that's not enough for me. Like thanks, but I know I can do better. So something is literally racing as last night. People were congratulating me on coming second. 
In By the head. way, guys, uh, Jake McIntosh second <laughs> in the uh, A grade reserves, uh, best and fairest for the competition. No table, but um, no, yeah, <laughs> no said, table. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> no, but, so people are saying that, and I don't want to. I don't want this one to fucking. This is not meant to. Like, no, I know what you're back, to backhand slap anyone that's playing. Little anyone. It's not about that. You like, see yourself as uh, you. You what? think you're a better player than. Well, it's just nah, um, yeah. In my head, I'm just like. But I should be. But I, I should do be. Do you up. see yourself as a better player than than an yeah. A reserves player? Yeah. So okay. Well, There's nothing wrong with the saying. Yeah, that. I know. It's I know. The, we're almost scared to like offend. It's we don't stop. No, but I just don't want to. I'll like, bring it back to something. It's still a good competition. I saw I myself want. as a A Colts player in my second year of Colts, and then I got dropped down to the C's, and then I went out drinking the night before, and it wasn't accepted. And these guys go, "Oh, you know, welcome back to the C Colts," and shit like that. Oh, it's only C Colts, is it? I thought, fuck, these guys are. So I know what you're saying. I, I I thought these guys, this is their grade. Why should I not put effort into it? But you do put effort into no, it because I'll you're second yeah, in I'll, the voting. Yeah. So but, yeah, go. But on. I sort of just push the comments. Like I'm, I'm stoked. I, I'm yeah. glad with my season, all that stuff. Sure but I'm just like, it's only raises in my head. I'm just like, like you're not that mm-hmm. good. Yeah, like, yeah. It's not that. I want to see Colts flag, and I thought to myself for a couple, um, maybe an hour. Oh, it's only a see Colts flag, but fine. It's not what you win, it's who you win it with. Yes. <laughs> oh, and well, I, ha- I have the good. identical thing. We had two footy teams, North Beach, year 12. We had, like, the Ben Golding one, like, all the um, – I was in the other one because I had more of my mates there, like – and that was the easier grade. It was a grade below. I, I, I cleaned – Year 12? Year 11. Year 11. Year 10? Year, 10. Year, year 11. 10. Or 11. You would have been in year 11 because the year – Anyway. Uh, no. It was year 10 or 11 yeah. or 9. Or, or, I was it doesn't cl- really matter. I, was cl- I played with you once, actually. I was cleaning – A couple I was, times. I was cleaning up awards there. Like, <laughs> and, and, no, but like, but then if I went and played in the other team, I wouldn't have probably got the opportunities to to get those. Like, I wouldn't be playing midfield. But it's interesting how we, it comes back to like the, I thought I was great, but how great was I really? And, and then it comes back to comparing. Yeah, but, uh, exactly. And here's what I'm thinking. For me, for me, it always used to be when I'm playing this level of footy, I compared and be like, yeah, I'm doing well, but like, where like all these and people Golden, I know, he's playing Subi. or all these people exactly, and but then as soon as I've been out of this year is probably the only year I've done it really well where I've been so internally focused. I've like honestly from the start of the year when I talk about reading that letter from the thing, I, I started bringing it inwards. I thought fuck it, and I had a year of full internal growth, and and look what's happening. It's like your life changes the minute. It, people get with this whole change of life. It's I'll make it simple for you. Like your life changes the minute you realize it's your life, and that sounds simple. No, but some people forget that they can control it mm. for sure. And fuck, we do like massive circles in this podcast. Like I've realized, but yeah. Um, it, people do forget that they control their lives. I feel. <laughs> no, they do. They forget. <laughs> like it's it's just. Oh, it's like the I've got to, no no. It's the whole I've got to mentality, isn't it? I've got to go out and do this. I've you, got to do like what house by thirty? Are you doing that work. sort of stuff? Like work. Like I have to go to work today. You, know, you can quit if you. Don't. <laughs> I saw this guy. You, you I have to walk quit. the dog. This American to... TikTok actually randomly popped up. And he was just talking about his life and, like, what America expected him to do. And he was like, work till 63, retire, get 14 to live, 
years to live when my body's fucked. And he's like, fuck that. <laughs> I choose how I want to live. You know what? I've sat at this beach for seven days in a row, just playing my guitar, eating these nuts. This is the best I've felt in 20 years. Something like that. I'm just like, fuck. He just doesn't care what anyone else is doing, thinking. He's just controlling his life. It doesn't matter. Like, he's just living out of his van. Like No one says you can't do that. I think people look to... They say freedom is... Oh, shit, that's a big one. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, no. Yeah. I, think, I think what happens is when we're younger and we start to get older, we start to... Think? <laughs> no, we don't, actually. We start to experience pleasure and it feels good. And then what do we associate it with? We associate it with external things. And we 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 don't train ourselves to value the internal growth that we have. So I I've never felt better than when I've worked hard and gotten and 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 then when I've worked hard and and the result comes from it. And it's not because of the result, it's because I knew that I put in. It was with rowing like when I got the most uh improved war because I fucking worked harder than anyone in the whole thing. And that was so internally What do you remember the most about rowing? I knew that if you worked but like, like, Second, like your your memories of rowing. What are your oh fucking memories of rowing? First memory of rowing, like your most pain. prominent memory of <laughs> pain. Fucking yeah. pain. And and you, here's the one: you don't know your limits. You do not oh, know your man. limits. And so pain is your first, and not knowing your limits is your first memory of, of, of rowing. Although you enjoyed it, why isn't your first memory your best race you've ever had? It it sort of is. In this, yeah, yeah, but I, I've, I know my. My, and I'm, I'm linking this to something else, is um, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. People will remember how they got to somewhere more than the end result. I remember the games, the footy, where it was a hard slog and we won by a couple of points. Of course, the premiership that I won last year was incredible and it's such a good game, but I remember more vividly, I, I, I can't remember specific points in the grand final. I remember specific points in the qualifying final, which we lost. But the memory of the grand final was such a better memory than losing in a qualifying final. But why do I remember the qual? I think it's because we we learn more along the journey, and then when when we get to the destination, it's such a it's, it's such a high. Mm. But the way you got quickly. there is my that scares people from from actually going pursuing their dreams because they they constantly question themselves like what happens if I don't get there like will it be worth it but it's it's, it's not it's not just the destination start. it's what you learn along, like you said it's what you learn along the journey it's not be perfect. So once people realize it's actually the person you become because of the journey the destination actually is sort of arbitrary in reality life is inherently a bunch of things that's going to be meaningless in what 200 years yeah, so if that doesn't tell you that it's something deeper than what some de- destination is. It's what you learn and grow and find within yourself that you didn't think you could. It's sort of side topic, but I'm sure you boys have quickly something to talk about to wrap this up. But I think this whole thing, some people listen to this and and aren't on this sort of wavelength. And I think ignorance is bliss in this because as soon as I hold myself to a standard, I'm I can't wait. I can't have a day where I don't 
sort of live up to the the expectation I've set for myself because I can't I can't be content with it. So a lot of people are comfortable living their lives, and then there's that. Then they whatever happens, they get on this self development journey, and it's actually fucked because it's the moment they realize they either strive to become the best versions of themselves or they have to live with that incredibly shit feeling of inadequacy every day because they know that they're not being the person they could be. And some people just live their lives in comfortable complacency and to be honest, it's probably a better place to be. But I'm not there, so I can't be. (laughs) (laughs) I just know that I've gotten more out of life when I've tried harder. What's there's a really good quote, it's like no one on their deathbed ever ever said regrets trying regrets t- working hard or tr- no one says oh I tried too hard and uh, at f- oh, for pursuing yeah. their dreams no, yeah. for, you think like, so right. context for pursuing their dreams yeah because because yeah. like obviously people like like slave away in, in a nine to five job yeah, and they're like try hard at a, at but a job I'm, no one no one oh. at their deathbed says fuck I tried too hard trying to live the life I wanted to live who the fuck's gonna say that people are gonna mm. the number one deathbed regret is, oh, I I'd, wish I wish I did more of the things I loved. Or I, wish I wish I did the dream. I remember, I this is fucked because I remember my year nine teacher, Mister Go, oh, the head of year, sorry, Mister Go, probably one of my favourite. Oh, such a persons to come out of such school, a legend. Um, because he really looked after looked after me and some of the other boys, but he told us what his dream was and how far away he ever got. From it, and he's, and I can remember his dream, which is pretty fucked because it's not even my dream. But he said his, his his dream was to make a floating cafe, sort and it was sort of like a ferry as well, and it'd go back and forth the Swan River and like drop people, and you'd have a coffee and whatever. Cool idea, everything. Never got to do it, and it still stung him to, this, to that day when he told us. And I was just like, fuck. But and now I'm thinking of it. Him. What's stopping him? Yeah, exactly. I think that's what he. What he's trying to say is that there's nothing. I. I, I didn't. Tr- did he say he tried hard enough? Or he just said the uh, the old. Anal- I can't. The, the qu- no, no, no. Just the analogy. Life got in the way, and I feel like that's a very big excuse to cop out because, like, yeah. it's the upside of never having to try is never having to fail. Comes back <laughs> to that cynicism blanket that a lot of us live in. We live in it. We put that. We put the blanket on. We say we put the pillow, put the sheets over us, and we say, yeah, you, "I'm not going to try it. It's just comfortable. Like I don't have to look outside of what who I could become because, fuck, I might not be that person. It's gonna it's gonna hurt when I'm not that person. That's uh, sort of with the self development thing we're we're all going on because you could just stay the same person. You won't be the, be comfortable. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, like no, I've I've, I've noticed this recently. Like. I've gotten to this stage, right, and I sort of went away. I talked about it with Braden and Harry where I did all these things to get to this certain stage, which was reading and listening to podcasts. And probably the last few weeks, I went away from all this listening to podcasts. I'm like, this is all this stuff. Like, that's why I legit listened like five hours in the last day or so because I'm like, fuck, this is where it got me here. Why am I like going away from what um, got me here? I do not know how this is linked to social comparison. Mm. No, but that's what we, that's the topic we start on. We, yeah, we try and link it all back, but at the end of the day, a conversation we mean to have, a lot of these we've I, I, we mean to have. The I thing is, though, like, I've had episodes before, I'm not even joking, where I'm, I have the conversation and I'm like, fuck, like, I can't wait to get that out. I can't wait for it to be. This is probably one of the, one of the ones where I'm just like, 
it was just so good to have the conversation. If it doesn't, if it didn't get aired, like I wouldn't, it wouldn't matter because it just feels so internally rewarding. My favorite bit when I'm on this podcast is forgetting that I'm on a podcast For, and yeah. then I'm just talking to you guys about being vulnerable about all the topics we cover. Like, and I, but I do. At the same time, I'm like, fuck! I can't wait for people to help um, hear this, mm, yeah, so I can help sure. them. Yeah. Um, because fuck, like I've been telling you boys, so many people have been coming up to me telling me, like, I think I think it's my podcast. It's definitely not my podcast. <laughs> they think um, they're telling me how great it is, and like, even when females like that I've never met, and they're saying like, fuck, we respect you. Like, what you guys are doing, mm. it's it is awesome, and it just, yeah. and mate, it like we, when was our last podcast? Two weeks ago. We were wanting one like Like a week after Because we were just so motivated And we just enjoy the chat so much And we see um, people getting stuff out of it Like especially when it goes on TikTok And the ones that go viral And you get to see all the comments Of people all around the world And their stories It's like fuck And then they'll send you private messages And just makes you feel good And then you get to help someone Yeah I had a couple of messages from blokes who I, who I knew who I had no idea about anything that they had gone through. I'm not going to bring them up just in case I don't want to be spoken about, but like it's just some of the things that you get told and you're like, fuck, I had no idea about this. I, I, I saw you as a completely different person. I got paragraphs and paragraphs from this guy and I was like, Shit, I did not know this about you, mate. And like it's... It was so uplifting to know that someone who I didn't... I haven't seen this bloke since school. Yeah. And knowing that he was open and comfortable to talk to me even years after... I I reckon I had maybe one... Yeah, I'd I'd had a few conversations with him, but they weren't conversations. I wasn't sitting around a table... At lunchtime with him every Just day, surface level sort of so, stuff. Uh, like I was, I would maybe sit next to him in in class once or twice a year, even. So, but to know that there are people out there who are open and vulnerable enough to, who are vulnerable enough to to open up, but I I feel like some people don't have the platform to and don't know where to start. They want to be vulnerable, but they don't know. Who to go to? I think opening up and the whole vulnerability, it's actually, it's like a muscle, really. It's like saying you get better at Like, we're getting better at it. Our vulnerability muscle, our connection with our emotions, our awareness of ourself, our mindfulness of our emotions, thoughts, and feelings is strengthening because we're practicing it. And that makes you more approachable. Yeah. That's why people are messaging but, you. But that's why it's like, it's like the whole... The vulnerability piece is really the upside of never having to try is never having to fail because the failure in opening up is is the fear that you're going to be judged a lot of the time. Judge a lot of people do fear like like that their their perception that people have of them is going to be radically transformed. And it's all in the head. That is thinking oh. what is he going to think when I tell him this person? What, when what, I tell what him do we this say, thing? what do we say boys? Can't you lose. can't lose. You can't lose. <laughs> but but their their fear of judgment is outweighing. Yep. This can't lose. Mm. And what is it we say like the whole podcast thing I said embrace the uncertainty at time one. The more I go on, I can, everything links back to it, I feel. Can't lose? No, embrace the uncertainty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, and Like the slogan yeah. for the show. Yep. Because Just jump in with both feet and tell that person what you need to tell them. Because at the end of the day... You can't lose. 
I thought you were going to say we're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that too. Uh, yeah. That's the inevitable. Right. That's a good way to end the episode. Mm. Yeah, I love it. All that. right. Oh, this will be a two-parter, two one-hour um, splits. Thanks, Egan, for finally joining us. Uh, yeah, cheers for <laughs> getting on camera, camera, Egan. I love the cat. It's so much more comfortable. Love comfy. It's weird not looking at you now. Yeah. I know. I've, I've been facing you the whole time. Hey, it's only yeah. been two yeah. episodes. Settle down. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, you've got a very beautiful face. You deserve to be on camera. <laughs> All right, thanks um, Thanks for listening, guys. We, st- we started off with... Um, we started off with... Conversation about... Um, meaning to have... Conversation, social comparison, social. if you finished on vulnerability and stuff like that. But, but it all linked. It is all linked. Yeah. And I, I hope, prefer chats. I, hope get I prefer chats out. where we, we would start with something and we ended up on something else. We, we covered so many topics. It's not like we didn't cover about social comparison because we did, but we just ended up on something random. But it's good. I yeah. think we're just sort of showing how, it, not easy, but oh, sort of, but this is the conversation Once you, you have. start, it's mm-hmm. easy. Once you start, it's easy, and people struggle to start. Yeah. So I think, and I definitely struggle to start. So once you start, we're gonna be. Oh, trust me. I haven't even told the boys this, but we're gonna cu- we're future apps slash um things have got in the I got in the works. Just had an idea popped into my head now to help you guys um initiate some conversations. I got some really um good ideas in the works that just popped in my head. So thanks, Egan. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, guys. I'll see you on the um see you on the next one. Catch you. Cheers. Can't lose. <laughs> 